on, strangers rolling dice. The party set out from Schloss Glacier's tavern, the Carnelian Coin, with the task of reigniting the lighthouse on the peninsula in the Balgolfjord. They didn't make it far before coming across a curiosity in the swampy terrain. Sneaking up as best they can, trees, the tabaxi bard, attracted the ire of two very angry, angry birds. Let's catch up with them now. And they came upon a pair of red-winged birds, circling an armored skeleton protruding from the mire. One unlucky step, and the birds caw with agitation and begin to swoop at the source of the noise, wings folding in for a speedy descent. Go ahead and roll me initiative, everybody. Whoa. Whoa, 19, 19? <laughs> I rolled a... I start. 17? 17 as well. Okie dokie. 19, 19, 17, 17. Yep. <laughs> and the trees has a plus three, right? To initiative? Or it's a plus two? I have a plus two. So we have first, uh, the higher initiative modifier is Crow. Correct? Yep. Yes. Followed by Bartholomaeus. True. Followed by Trees. Followed by Karzalek. Followed by the Hawks. All right. Crow. Seeing and hearing the birds swooping down and calling. Uh, not sure that they've seen you yet. What do they, what do you do? I'm pretty sure that it was trees blundering through the brush as noisily as possible. So they're going, they're going for trees. So... I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until they. Uh, I'm gonna stay hidden, and when they get close enough for me to throw a dagger at one of them, I'll do that. Okay. Ready in action. Yep. Gotcha. Bart, you are up. All right. Um, where are these birds? Uh, well, can you see them as Bart? I guess not. <laughs> That's fine. Um. You did hear from your uh, tabaxi comrade that there were birds up ahead, and then they were circling something, and your party agreed that you would go forward and check sure, it out. Sure. Right. Was there any noise or anything, like screeching or anything that yeah, happened? definitely cawing did? and screeching, and, and you, okay. you know, you also probably heard only after, I don't know how many feet you are away, probably, uh, you know, 60 feet, 50 feet away from trees, maybe Barely. less even, uh, you yeah. probably would hear crack and then and maybe i don't know what you you would assume but right that is the information that you have yeah okay so bart is gonna kind of assume something bad is happening he's gonna be like oh shit and then i'm going to inch forward to see if i can see anything three four and like once i get to a point where i can see trees i'm just gonna kind of like scan the area where trees is and the noise came from okay i think you would see to your south here now you at least see one of these birds in the distance swooping down uh, okay. over here yes 
All right, um, I'm going to just kind of keep going, uh, go one more foot because I'm small sized. Um, and I will ready an action to cast a spell if they get within 30 feet. Okay, we have two readied actions from our high initiative rollers. Trees, you are up next. Okay, um, I guess, I guess I will use my action to uh, use the message cantrip um, to uh, take out like a piece of copper wire and message to Crow to be like, um, uh, looks like we're making some friends or do you want to make uh, some bird meat? Um, can I reply? Message. Um, yes. I believe it's a free so action like you can reply, whisper. though it will not be... Uh, right. Does message work two-way? Can you hear their thoughts? Exactly, yeah. It's like, ah. uh, let me put it in the chat so we can see it for real. Okay. Um, right, you point a finger message. toward your target within range and whisper a message. The target, and only the target, hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. That's very oh, okay. cool. Um, I'll reply... Get him! <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What am I gonna do with that? Um, with that was, that was again, your action. That was my action, right? Um, so I guess let's see. I know that I've been seen. Do I want to run towards them, away from them? Ah, shoot. Um. I'm going to, uh, let's see, what would be, I guess I'll, um, I'm going to, uh, pull out my lute, um, and step forward and, uh, start playing and, um, uh, play towards, uh, Bart and give him inspiration as I step forward, just like kind of like beckoning the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> the crows or what the birds towards me just making yes. even more noise right now that the uh, stealth game is up you uh, yeah. you pull your yeah. instrument off your back uh, and and it's clear that the focus is on you yeah bart has his hands raised to cast a spell and then upon hearing you starting to play this tune he just kind of looks over you and nods his head and starts clapping his hands together above his head <laughs> <laughs> um, wonderful Cool. I'm probably just gonna step back to like right there, I guess. Okay. And that's it. So you sort of scramble up on top of this downed tree that's been uh, knocked over by the seasonal floods here. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Karzalek, you are up. Okay. Groovy. Karzalek. All right. So we have trees playing the lute, making a ruckus. So. Oh yeah. Common sense would dictate that these crows are going to definitely zone in on that. Um, that said, Cars is probably going to do what any upstanding militiaman would do. He's going to race over two trees um, on his little pony. Let's see. every Let's see. 40 feet, I believe, on the pony. So 5, 10, 15, 20. Only really need half the movement speed. Seeing as there's nothing to really aid with at this moment. Um... I wonder, let's see, I'm going to check the map real quick. There's the birds. I guess I'll just take this turn to um, use the dodge action, if that is appropriate. All right, so if a creature does attack you, you've used your full uh, action to avoid that. 
Um, okay. Cool. Excellent. All right. Um, then it is Horus Basilhill's turn. And he is going to take only a few steps and look at all of you a little disapprovingly and mutter something under his breath and then let loose at range a very long range but still within his range of a longbow a uh, an attack here and that is a hit actually Ooh. The one character in your group here with a great ability to do range is the ranger that you hired. Um, he got a pretty good roll. 17 on the die. Wheat. And that deals... 4 damage. Nice job, buddy. Okay. Um, he, uh, so he, he moved. He muttered something under his breath, cursing this uh, group that he's signed on to, and then hits this thing. Uh, it screeches once in pain, um, and seems like it's pretty wounded. Um, the hawks then get to take their turn, and let's see what they do. First... The red one, the red, red-tinged hawk here, is going to move. I'm going to turn back to cars and be like, good thing you brought him around. <laughs> 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 Only one who's done anything. Um, it is going to fly very, very close to above Crow's head but not quite um, aiming at Crow. Uh, and the other one is going to join as well, swooping around. And they've moved as far as they can possibly move, swooping downwards immediately. Uh, you estimate that it is a matter of seconds before they make impact with the noise that they heard. And we are back at the top of the order. Okay, well, I mean, um... Does, does my ready to action happen during their turn? It, it should happen as soon as they move. So okay, um, yeah. So let's the do end that of their turn, then. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess that's just a. I'm hidden. So is that advantage? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, you uh, based on your your previous stealth check, you you successfully moved without provoking any attention. Yeah. To I have a twenty three uh, on it, so I think it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm gonna throw a dagger then. Alright, uh, 15 is the better roll there. Okay, um, and that is a hit. Cool. On the red one? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So this dagger goes through the air and then clips into the side of this bird's you know, lower body uh, near its legs. And already with one arrow sticking out of it, it is simply too much for this hawk. And it shrieks one last time and falls limply to the ground uh, after a couple of twitchy death throws. You killed one already. Nice. And I believe that was a sneak attack too, so it was uh, probably even right. more damage. Cool. Probably um, even more damage, but with a five damage, you've already handily done enough. Yeah, you nice. And your ranger companion. Cool. So I guess on my turn, I will um, throw a dagger at the other one. 
Okay. Yep. Only nine. That one goes sailing wide and no. lands somewhere with a sploosh in the water behind this uh, this hawk. I tried to make a note of where it went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and if that is your turn, then we are to Bart. All right. Not quite 30 feet. No. Close, but no cigar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to back up, too, if that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I saw you, you're moving across the here on the map. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. Double 17s. You you take one step into this, this fetid water, and you feel something sort of coiling around your foot. And you're able to lift it really quickly and go hop, 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 and get to the other shore as you cross this shallow creek. Uh, and you see something ripple, this time much larger in the water than you uh, saw before. It, it couldn't be just a fish. No, oh God. Uh, can I make any sort of check, a perception, or? Um, yeah, give me a perception check to see if you see anything more. Ooh, nat 20. And a nat 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, with a nat 20 on this perception, you see something, and, and you're familiar with the area. You see something that you've seen before. Oh, what are these things called? An amphibious lamprey that has these large teeth, serrated teeth, and a perfect circle in its mouth, and its tail whips once out of the water. You immediately know what it is. Okay. Uh, Bart stumbles across the creek and he's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, your boy, your boy, stay down, whoa, whoa. And then I'm going to pull out a little uh, prawn from my pack and create a thorny lasso that okay. I will spin about my head and make a spell attack roll against this hawk. All right. All right. Um, 22 to hit. 22 is a hit. Deal some damage for me. All right. Bart, starting off with the good rolls. One damage. <laughs> Not a good roll. Not so <laughs> much. Curse him right how before. dare you? How dare you curse me? But then, um... <laughs> okay. Plus the I'm... dexterity or... Oh, no, it's a spell. Oh, no, it's a spell. Sorry. And I'm also going to pull it 10 feet down and closer to me. All right. How high above the water is it, actually? Um, it should be... One second here. So, before you pull it, is there is there a chance for it to resist the pull? If, no, if I hit it, I pull it if 10 If you feet. hit, it's automatically pulled yeah. 10 feet. I lassoed this, this hawk, and it's come with I me. I see. I see. Okay. This, um... It's probably, I would, I would estimate, if it was, um... It started off around 65 feet and it's gone down so i would estimate at about 20 feet off the ground right now you know it was very close to closing with trees all right well i'm just gonna attempt to pull it straight down then i'm just gonna like put one hand on forward on the vine i've created and just like pull it straight down towards the water and you can move it 10 feet down you said yeah okay you pull it 10 feet down and and it's sort of like uh you have a, a a thorny vine caught around its lower left leg and it is uh its talon is tensed as you pull it down very good and uh i th- i think bart is going to skip away from the water a little bit over to here but that'll okay. end my turn all right then 
It is Tree's turn. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, I think seeing how much the uh, projectiles are doing, I think Trees is going to put down the loot and pull out uh, his short bow. And let's see, right. can I step over? Is that 15 feet? Um, oh, well, I have feline agility, so I can actually like double my movement for one turn. Hmm. Um, I can put that in the thing, but I think I'm gonna go to like right there. Okay. And if I can make a short bow attack on the uh, one that uh, Bart just pulled down. Yeah, absolutely you can. All right. That's a natural two, so yeah. A natural two sails Flies. wide. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'll be my turn. All right. Carrying on, it is Karzalek's turn. All right. Well, seeing an opportunity to ground a bird, thus removing potentially its biggest advantage, uh, cars, would it be possible to have cars dash up over, I guess, just move up next to Bart? And I know this is not necessarily a check, um, contingent on Bart, but could he as, uh, use his turn to assist in trying to further rope this bird to the ground? Or just wrestle um, it down? Yeah, I think you could if this vine is still extended. Or, so, I wonder, does the vine no, retract? No, technically no. no, no. Okay. Yeah, so the vine retracts and it's no longer there. So. I see. Okay, cool. Then Cars is gonna just be on standby. He's gonna run up and once again yeah, I think take the dodge action again. Just be ready to... Sure. Bonk this thing if it gets any closer. You are you're uh, you're on your mount and you're you're making your way through this swamp and you're you're moving up as fast as you can towards where the action is while also retaining your uh, your wits about you and not letting anything get the better of you. Exactly. Okay. Following cars, the ranger is going to take a few steps forward until he's sort of standing on top of this. Uh, his ledge looking down into the water and he's going to shift his target and he's going to take a shot with the bow at the lamprey that is still sort of um, has a wake visible in, in the water there. Into the water. A miss. And you hear a curse in Dwarven. Now it is the Bloodhawk's turn. Bloodhawk sees its quarry and swoops with a great to make an attack. One Talon comes out. What is your armor class, Trees? Uh, 13. A Talon digs into the top of your head as it just goes, it goes for the ears. Ow, not the ears. It deals to you five damage. Yikes. And it takes a small chunk of one of your ears with it, I believe. No! Oh, no. <laughs> your beautiful ears. Is it leaving my vicinity? Um, it has just sort of like... Just chomped uh, it out. Swooped down and then grabbed with its talons and then pulled. And it flapped a couple of times. Um, but it's, okay. it's holding its position now that it's sort of like... Uh, you ever been chased by a rooster in real life? Uh, not in real life. <laughs> I have. Nope. Um, they, they, what they weird. love to do is they love to jump onto you and latch on and then just do as much damage as they can. 
That's a big um, no. Nope. In, in my experience. Um, <laughs> cool. So that's sort of the, the thing. It's just like flapping violently, and its talons Fabulous. are locked into you, and it, you hear you feel a tearing of flesh and take awesome. some damage. How much damage did you take? Five. five Holy five. shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, just just some weak birds. Well, Yo. what could be the problem with these birds? This bird is <laughs> fucked. You're not like Jessel. <laughs> okay, then it is uh, the lamprey's turn which is going to sort of swim into the water and uh, go out of sight until there's no more ripple. Hmm. Hmm. You sort of get the impression that lampreys, even though they are, uh, as you know, amphibious, they don't, like, seek out anything other than easy prey. You About easy prey. At the top of the order, Crow. Alrighty, uh, seeing um, my old friend, Trees, <laughs> getting slashed a bit, <laughs> I'm going to uh, move forward and uh, take out my short sword and try to finish off this, okay. this burb. Watch out for the ears! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 17. That's a hit. Alrighty. I think if someone else is threatening them, it's a sneak attack, right? It's a 10 total. 10 total. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. You plunge a sword directly through the midsection of this bird, and it doesn't even make a final caw as it means death. Now I feel bad. (laughs) It's sort of like deflating a feathery balloon. And then I, I will wink. Then I'll, I'll wink at trees to end my turn. All right. <laughs> wow. And with that, you are out of combat. I'm trying to translate my brain from like Pathfinder to. Of course, yeah, of course. It's, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, different different rules here. So, okay, you're out of combat, and there's two corpses of these birds that have been circling. Um, what? trees relayed to you was a skeleton poking with a gleaming metal helmet out of the muck. Uh, Some algae and plant matter was covering the skeleton as well. Um, I'm just going to start, like, sneaking up towards it. I mean, it looks shiny and expensive. Okay. Trees is going to sit on the ground and, like, lick his paws and, like, start cleaning his wounds with his, like, the backside of his paws like a cat. Aww. And uh, (laughs) cast uh, a healing word on myself. (laughs) Okay. And Um, I think that quickly your your little ear flesh kind of knits itself back together and grows back just a a hair shorter right where it was. I'll have to get an (laughs) earring there. Okay, you want to move up then? Yeah, I'm trying to get up to oh, it, so God. just let me know. I heal yeah. three points. As you as you approach it, um, it is laying across on the other bank with its feet and uh, most of its legs covered in this algae. Um, and you notice that this algae is growing in, in other places in the stream here. Um, but it's a huge concentration around what you presume used to be the organic matter that made up this body. Um, Hmm. And it's got a helmet, uh, which 
has retained some of its shine as it was sticking out of the muck, but the rest of it, uh, any metal armor that it might have had, has been long covered by the organic uh, blanket that it's under. Hmm. Well, um, I'd like just to hop over the river if I can. Okay. Yep. And then just to... I'm just going to, like, pick up the helmet. Okay. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. (laughs) Okay. You are able to uh, take a, like, a half a step back and recoil as the skeleton's arm begins to wrench itself out of the muck and reach out, grasping towards you. Its jaw clatters open, and you see faint blue light inside it. And we're going to keep our initiative order here. (laughs) And we are back in combat. Heck, (laughs) Hey, I'm glad I moved up. That was cool. You each had a moment to do a couple of things. Yeah, I was probably still on the ground. I was probably so. hanging back with trees. Yeah, Bart yeah. was in the middle of like being like, hey, crow, what's the... And then... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is crow just going to go again then here? Or? I believe that uh, first is crow. Let me just check one thing really quickly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yes, first is crow. All righty. Um, I will just kind of reflexively whip out my short sword and stab at it. Or slash okay. at it. Go ahead and make me an attack. It's, it's sort of its body is still emerging from the muck here. Seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's a hit. Alrighty. Four four damage. Yeah, I don't know if piercing okay. is like bad against skeletons in this game or. Um, I don't think that in this case it has any resistances that you can okay. uh, you can tell um, gotcha this thing you you slash across the the algae and the sort of plate armor that it's wearing and you see that mm-hmm. it's severely corroded and sort of caves in where you strike um, cool and it's uh it's it's clattering jaw and blue glowing eyes just fix on you and it's sort of like uh it, its head seems like it's held aloft by some force almost all right next up art all right so how much time has passed between now and the previous combat only a matter of seconds okay like 30 seconds at the most all right uh, bart is so the skeleton is right there right i out to make it visible as okay. a token there you okay. go Uh, mid-yell, Bart is just going to be like, oh, fuck, and then pull out his little twig again and be like, whoa, yeah, skeleton boy, and then we're going to lasso this thing again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go. Seventeen. So many seventeens. <laughs> All right. That is a hit. All right. Two damage. To damage. And I'm going to pull it into the water. Nice. Make me a strength Whoa. check to try to pull it. It is not a strength check. It's just the spell, does it? Okay. Well, I'm asking you to make me a strength check to attempt to pull this. Because it is still partly in the swamp, covered by this algae. 
It is not okay. even fully uh, stood up yet. A low strength check. You do have inspiration. It's true. So that is that is very low. A, it's only a d6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well. you you're pulling it. Uh, which direction you're trying to pull it? Towards the water. Towards the water. It wrenches forward just uh, a little bit, and you know you you feel like you pulled it out, and you hear that <laughs> sort of as it, its legs go out of the muck. Next is trees. Oh sheesh! I feel like trees is like still just uh, dressing his wounds. <laughs> Um, probably pretty caught off guard by all this. Um, let's see, what would I do at this moment? Um, probably pop up pretty quickly and just like, I guess I had set my bow down next to me. So if I could just like, I guess I'm, am I prone? Does that take half my movement? Um, no, you, I can say you, you would be able to stand back up without having to use an action in this moment here. Cool. And I think that I would have my feline agility back again, so I could use double um, movement. Is that once per encounter or once per short rest? It's once per, um, it says you can't use this trait, uh, you can't use it again until you move zero feet on one of your turns. And it's been a oh, couple okay. turns. Yeah, you've not moved, absolutely. So it's like a cat, how they can just like bound sure. very totally. quickly. Um, so let's see. Um, can I just go through the trees or do I have to go around them? You can go through that tree. Its okay. its trunk is, is narrow enough that it's not occupying the totality of the five-foot square that it's in. Okay, I'll jump up onto uh, this rock there. And okay. if I can, hopefully uh, Bart isn't in the way, if I can take a bow shot. Um, yeah, you can take a bow shot. I, I think you're a little bit above Bart, and Bart okay. is pretty short. Right, yeah. Okay, that's an 11 plus 4 is 15. Okay, a 15 is just a hit. Ooh. Nice. All right, that is four plus two piercing damage. A six. Nice. And I'm going to just, like, shout out, like, Hey, Crow, watch out. That looks uh, dangerous. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm going to uh, give you, like, like, like the biggest shit-eating look ever just <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> That's uh, an arrow sunk into his chest. Correct? Uh, an, an arrow, arrow. yeah. yeah okay. Alright. Yeah. Right into its uh, corroded metal armor. Okay. It still looks like it's, something is animating this thing. Uh, Karzalek, you are up. Alright. Which shore? So is this uh, skeleton apparition firmly lodged between the shores, or is it closer to any? Is closer to Crow or closer to uh, Bart's bank? Um, I'm sorry. Ask again. Uh, oh, it's closer yes. To... Is it closer to the shore that Crow is on, or, or is it... this whole like detritus kind of blocking the entire area right there? So it's just lodged in the middle of the river. Yeah, it's lodged in what looks almost like a little side area, as you can see here, which is where it's lodged. It's it's almost like a, this is like a, a shallow um, pooling area where water's not flowing very much at the so moment. One could, upon first observation, accurately assume that they could stand in that area with it being, is this waist deep or can we not discern how deep it is necessarily? 
Um, I would say uh, it, it seems only about uh, three, five feet deep, depending on how how deep it gets in, in in the middle of the in the of the river. So three to five feet deep. Okay, cool. Uh, with the provided information, Cars is just gonna do what he does best. Mumble a Dorvin curse under his breath, but knowing he would definitely walk into that same trap or, you know, try to go for that helmet as well. He's going to use dash and chug, I believe, hold on, if I measured that correctly, that was roughly about 65 feet to get on this bank and ascertain the situation from there and pass his turn. Hey, you, uh, you ride up over the, uh, the muck and sort of uh, preside over this thing on top of your mount and, and ready a, a strike. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Then it is the ranger's turn. And um, Mr. Horace Basilhill uh, is going to take a jump over the... Uh, water there and sort of plant himself behind this tree um, and looking at the intense melee situation there he's going to actually take his bow and put it on his back and um, sort of call out to you all watch out there's dead in these swamps well there's very helpful of... suggestions going on here well <laughs> <laughs> look out it's dangerous would have been helpful five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he's uh, uh, reticent to fire a crossbow into a group of uh, sorry to fire a longbow into a group of his uh, hired uh, comrades. You know. Hmm. Okay, so after Horace's turn, it is this thing's turn, and it is going to reach out to the person that initially disturbed it and is going to try to claw Crow. Oh, no. Uh, what is your armor class? 14. That's a hit. No! And no. it is going to do a total of three damage to you as it breaks your forearm. Yeah. Uh, and you, whatever clothing you have on your on your arms is a little bit uh, wet and torn now. Mm. Now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Tore your sleeves. All right. And then I believe that is the end of its turn. Now we're back to Crow. All righty. Um, I'll pull out my uh, other short sword. I'm going to try to take two stabs at it. Okay. Um, first one. 23. That should uh, that should hit. All right. So I'm going to roll damage. I'm going to add that sneak attack as well. So the total of nine. Okay. With a total of nine. Tell me how you dispatch the skeleton. It, it's, it's magical energy seems to be uh, concentrated in its skull. I just jam the short sword right through the eye socket and just kind of wrench it to the side and satisfying okay. a little crunch. Crunch, cling, and then you hear as the helmet lands in the muck. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's dirty <laughs> and now. once again, 
you are out of combat. <laughs> Alright, nobody move, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to kind of like, like look at the helmet and think about picking it up, but I'm not going to mess with it quite yet. Okay. Um, Crow, make me a perception check. And Karzalek as well. Cut. Perception. Near you. Let's see. Okay. Where is it? Where'd you go? Uh, perception. Oh, 20. Nice. Okay. So, as Karzalek, you ride up and you're ready to be able to hit this thing. You see, almost like right after you arrive, Crow just <coughs> right into this this thing's skull and dispatches it. And you you scan around. Your combat reflexes still engaged, you know, sort of like waiting for what's about to happen next. This has been a dangerous uh, little drop in between these these rocks here that you've been moving through. But you don't see anything immediately threatening you. Instead, you see just to your right and uh, sort of uh, behind the rock that you had just circled around here, you see a wreck of a dinghy um, shattered uh -oh. into pieces. Um, it's a very small boat, but it seems like at one point someone had been making their way through here. Oh boy, that's this, most this... disconcerting. Okay. Would uh, so yeah, I guess Carr is having noticed that. Well, first, he would admittedly want to deal with this helmet situation. Is anyone? It, he would be wary of touching a helmet that's been clearly potentially have imbued this skull with some sort of magic is, does anyone have the chutzpah to go for this? Cars would warn against it. Um, if, if no one else is going to, I definitely will, but I'm going to let someone else take the risk first, if possible. Well, hey, uh, hey gang, I can pick it up. Uh, I can, I step forward and use mage hand to hold okay. it. Are we just trying to pick it up? We're, oh, what is it that we want to do with this? Everybody. So I think you, you levitate it up off the ground and it sort yeah, of ro like, rotates from being sideways to being right side up and the jaw. Yeah, just hangs like a around. sloppy mannequin mm -hmm. uh, helmet just wiggling back and forth. Like, what are we doing <laughs> with this? Yeah, and it, it sort of hangs in the air, that, that question for a moment. Um, and nothing seems to happen uh, deleterious to your party when you pick this up with Mage Hand. Um,. Bart will step forward and, like, hold his hands upward and be like, Here, take a closer look. Bring it closer. Yes, yes. Uh, bring it closer to Bart. I'll reach up and grab it if it's within reach. Yeah, bring it to you. Yeah, you you grab this, this helmet, and um, it's clearly made for a human head. Damn. So who's who all is are, are you all looking at it together or just the two of you trees and uh, and Bart? I'm taking a look at it. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely probably curious. just the two of us right now. Yeah. Okay, each of you roll me a history check. History oh, eleven. That's a seventeen minus two is fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. <Nice. laughs> just barely with a fifteen, you ascertain right. that this is. Um, this doesn't look like standard issue Schloss Glesher militia wear. It doesn't look like something that you've seen from other cities you've traveled to before. It looks like a like an old military helmet. And um, 
judging by the state of corrosion around the sort of hanging uh, bits that go down towards like where your cheeks are, um, it, it it seems like it's been here a while. Hmm. This seems like it's been here much longer than most things. Does it seem like it's like it was? I guess this was all eroded, wasn't it? This is um. So the the area that you're in, water uh, just, uh, just a recap is is like um, it's this big crescent uh, peninsula that runs out from the glacier uh, that Schloss Glacier is built into, and every year during the the melt season, um, all this erosion happens and washes all this debris and detritus uh, through this area, which is why it's a land formation at all. Um, so you don't know really how long uh, this thing has been here, but uh, it's not uncommon for things to be covered up and uncovered by the undulations of the swamp. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it seems to be not from here and very old. Mm, like it's been wet. washed up or something from underneath. Oh, being, uh, being of the region, uh, is there any... Additional input Karselek can provide in this particular situation. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can look at, at that the helmet and and it definitely strikes you that this is not standard issue militia fare. You would not. Okay. No one that you know wears armor like this, and you know lots of guys who wear armor. Okay, so Karselek looks at it and says, "This is definitely not standard militia wear." <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, Confirmed. Uh, Nice. Crow will point over to the dinghy and say, and what about that? Is that militia? That, that's a boat, Crow. That looks like trouble. Naturally, let's go check it out. Okay. Yes. You all um, want to check it out? Or just one of them? Um, yes. I'll go quietly and carefully. Okay. Bart is, Bart is going to stop at the skeleton on the way over and like throw it into the water. And just okay. mutter about returning, returning back to the earth with you. Old it's bones. Bubbles a little bit in the muck and sinks. Carts will. Carts being on the pony doesn't want to get it too close to the banks, so he's just going to kind of halfway follow up behind Crow. Okay. Crow, give yeah. me an investigation check. Investigation. Okay. One second. Freeze is just going to climb this tree and uh, keep an eye out to make sure that there's no other birds or anything that's uh, scary. It's uh, 20 total. With a 20, you find three things laying on the ground here that are not so waterlogged and damaged that you would never be able to use them. You sort of pick the muck as you see a shiny bit uh, in down, down by your feet. And the pommel of a short sword uh, sort of comes free, and you are able to pull a single, not very corroded, short sword, a healing potion, and a mana potion, which, mechanically speaking, will recover one spell slot of level one when drank. Oh, cool. Oh, um, I'll... I'll keep the short sword, but I'll give the potions to uh, uh, Karzalek. Okay. Karzalek will pocket them, and probably at the next uh, moment that everyone's together, he will distribute at the least the mana potion unto 
probably oof, I believe yeah, it's a good it's a good question uh, I would say perhaps the group might want to discuss how to allocate these resources um, um what does it what does it smell like this you potion. Open it and smell it? Yeah, I want to open it and take a big whiff in my goblin nose. It smells like <laughs> concentrated <laughs> rosemary and other garden herbs. Ooh. Okay. Um, Bart is going to kind of raise an eyebrow and be like, yeah, it doesn't smell horrible, but it doesn't smell great. What do you think? Trees? Trees! I'm going to yell hmm? off towards the tabaxi in the tree i jump Come. down across towards uh and jump over okay. uh yes what 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 is it what what did you find over here uh it's some sort of magical potion here take a whiff mm. Mm, smells delicious herbaceous <laughs> <laughs> yes herbation it's a little bit too sweet for me you you go ahead and have it I'll cork it and give it to trees. Are you sure? Yes, I prefer the more bitter stuff. Just better on my palate, you know. Okay, well, maybe uh, maybe we'll save it for another time. But thank you. I'll stuff it in my backpack. Um, that was the mana potion. So a mana the... potion. It, okay, it's a, cool. A level one mana potion. So it will, will give you back one level one spell Very on cool. consumption. I don't know, like, what kind of potion dispersal rate we're at in this game. Like, this is like, whether this is the kind of thing where we're just going to end up saving a bunch of healing potions and never using them again. That is always the question. Right. Should yeah. I use this consumable now, or should I we'll, use it? We'll figure some, out the rhythm eventually. Yeah, yeah something later. Absolutely never. I have a uh, 37 uh, Phoenix Downs in my. There you backpack. go. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oof. Fighting the final boss with 99 Mega Elixirs. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Saving all my rare candies to level up my Blastoise once I've got uh, <laughs> in a bar aisle, actually. Um, um, quick question. Uh, carts, or so with everyone gathered, uh, Ben, you provided a wonderful description of the of the slight injuries that Crow and Tree suffered. Are they of... I, it sounds from what you described, they are not serious enough to where carts would be so inclined to be like, oh, you, def you definitely need this more than I do. Yeah, I believe trees uh, recovered magically from from mm -hmm. their uh, injury, um, and the other injury, uh, both of them were really just flesh wounds. Nothing yeah, terrible. I'm fine for now. Okay. You, you, I mean, you sort of all of you take a moment to think like, well, if we hadn't gotten a couple of lucky hits in on those birds, they could have done significantly more damage to us um, if lucky they had hits? closed. How much? Yeah. How much damage lucky. did you take, Crow? Uh, three. I'm at, I'm at three. six out of nine. Okay. And uh, I didn't even mention the, the skeleton threat there. You know, if he had had more time uh, to, you know, have its way, it uh, might have hurt you more. The range. Okay. okay. Well, if that said, unless, uh, yeah, Chris would probably just absentmindedly then stuff it in the pack, slung off the pony, just for storage, really for any purpose or anyone who would may need it at some later point. Okay. So, um, it's now about um, I think you left at 11.30 in the morning. 
Um, and you've been traveling for a few hours, and this combat here only took a matter of minutes for it to resolve, um, and the investigation as well. So now it's early afternoon, and you're on this spit of land that uh, continues out towards the lighthouse, which is your ultimate goal. And uh, Horace Basilhill is going to come sort of like hop, 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 on, his, uh, on his horse up here, uh, and remounted on it, and is going to suggest gently and very couched in uh, sort of a recommending tone to you that the party proceed with caution through this next stretch. It's not entirely owned by Schloss Glesher. It's more wild. Sound advice. Mm. I think Trees nervously downs that potion. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's that spell slot back. Okay. Let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. If we're not going to short rest, that is. If we're going to keep moving. Um, yeah, no. Does Tree's breath now smell herbaceous? Yes, Tree's breath now smells like uh, all sorts of great things that you'd put on a chicken or a fish. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Can I fix their, clean, their teeth clean with their claws? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I will go ahead and uh, Bart will agree and be like, yes, here, I'll just pass these out now then. And I will cast Good Berry that I have reflavored. If that is okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to cast good bugsies. Good bugsies. I have a <laughs> pouch a pouch full of like candied crickets and stuff, and I'm gonna hand out magical crickets. Lovely. So I wanna make ten of them. Um, and what do, what do they do? They heal one hit point when you eat one of them. Okay. And they feed you for twenty four hours, basically. Interesting. Awesome. Anybody want any of these? Yeah, you better take some crow. Is yeah, I'll like, grab two. Is it like a like like a bug like a like you know cricket toppings on tacos, or is it like uh, one of those like gift shop like scorpion in a thing of amber looking kind of thing? Like, it's like what are we... crickets on tacos. I think that okay. I think that may be a live cricket like hops out of my pouch or something like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, oops, that one. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Trees Lovely. licks their lips and uh, kind of eyes them. It's like, yes, uh, if you have some extras. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll keep two, two for my I'll keep two for myself. So anybody yeah. else can just mark down however many they want. I think oh, Crow yep. took two. So yep. So there's six remaining. Carts will. Uh, I'll take two as well. So then there's well, we have two left. Four remaining then. Um, if, well, if, if we all took two. Well, if you all take two, then there's two remaining. That is correct. He wants these last two. Come on I'll now. Grab one. Okay, I'll, I'll actually go ahead, go ahead and eat one right now. And um, yeah. I'm I'm actually a big fan of uh, goblin cuisine, so uh, this is <laughs> delicious. Just smile at you. This this time I, I added some allspice to it. Yeah, mm. I think it's better. Yeah, doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Okay. You're standing amongst these rocks near this stinky creek and the destroyed dinghy under a dead tree here, burbling of the wetland creek going by. What do you do? Let's push forward just more quietly this time, maybe then. 
Yes, uh, yes. I think uh, I'll be sure to be stepping back. Go ahead, crows. I'll I'll stick to the trees. Um, I'll uh, I'll take the lead then and uh, be quiet a little ways ahead, I suppose. You are you'd estimate around halfway in what only takes a few hours. Um, it's slow going though, and you your your best estimate of how long it would take is just that an estimate well there's there's no wasting time let's go we press onward continuing through the long spit of land you hear the lapping of waves from the fjord itself um and every once in a while as you travel you see poking out from above the trees and reeds a white-capped iceberg drifting in the distance. Uh, to your left, the east, as you're continuing here, you see the Schwarzrheim Mountains ringing in the fjord that you are in, uh, towering tall above its silty muck. And it only takes you another two or three hours until peeking out also like that iceberg in the distance you see a structure of white stone uh up ahead and it doesn't take long to realize that this must be the lighthouse within sight um i need you each to roll me a perception check i rolled an 18 I think I'm also looking for Jessam. <laughs> Always looking for Jessam. Always looking for Jessam. Um, there haven't been too many seagulls in this area. You right. Sort of less trash. Like, yeah, less trash. There's easy pickings <laughs> nearby in the harbor, and it's not so far by uh, how the seagull flies to there. But you do see um, a cormorant at one point, and um, you see uh, a heron as well. I look at them longingly. <laughs> they're they're very far <laughs> off. You know, you you see them uh, while they're flying by majestically. Um, okay, so with a twenty, a fourteen, a thirteen, and an eighteen, congratulations, all of you. Notice this coming up here. Um, the the rocks that were sticking out of the muck here sort of subside, and it's much more. Uh, of a gently sloping uh, sort of little hummocks, which are these hills in the swamp. Um, and trees even begin to thin out, so it's less wooded here. Um, and you notice that along the, the obvious land-bound path that you can follow if you don't walk in the water after your encounter with the lampreys, um, you see that there's another set of tracks that is sort of off to your side. It looks like something large has moved through here. Um, you would you'd think for a moment it could have been horses, but when you come upon a, uh, a, a big log that would have been in their way, it looks like it has been wrenched out of the mud and placed on the side of the bank so that this large creature can pass through. 
Oh boy. Oh dear. And it seems like it's heading straight towards the lighthouse. Well, that's not good. Would any of our adventurers perhaps have any regional knowledge of uh, what creature may have done this? Are the tracks any more indicative that of what the creature could have been? Or is it just some big honking thing? Why don't you, um, anyone who wants to, go ahead and give me a um, survival check to see if you can identify these tracks. Let's do them. <laughs> 19. I feel 13. like it just wouldn't be right if I rolled this. <laughs> You're not quite from around here. It does make sense. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. With a 19, uh, naturally, uh, it is our druid that gets the good roll on this. Um, and Bart, you see, you look down and um, you think to yourself, this is no normal horse or donkey or cloven-hooved animal. Um there are marks in the mud with almost bird-like features, um, but not quite bird-like. They're, they're more like, uh, like talons and claws than, um, than a hoof mark. Okay, would I know anything about, like, a species that lives around here like that? A single species? No, but you do know very well that in the swamps of the Balgol Marsh, uh, lizards of varying sizes do live, all the way from the cold water alligators to humanoid lizards. Well, it, it appears to be, you know, I'm going to crouch over a bit and trace the tracks and stuff. Some sort of uh, maybe it's a bird. Maybe it's a lizard. Maybe it's a blizzard. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but it's definitely larger than I've ever seen. Up close, <laughs> at least. I, I suggest maybe we uh be extra quiet and get off the road or stay out of direct light uh, line of sight from the tower i'll kind of stare at trees like to make sure he hears it and understands oh. <laughs> uh, like trees was about to pull out the loot because it was getting a little boring but puts his hand on the uh on the on the strings to make sure that they don't make any noise like and nods got it parts nods his head yeah i sound advice but Let's find a side road and find our way to the lighthouse from a more, less, a more indirect angle. So there's really only about a, I would say, uh, less than a mile across uh, is this peninsula. Now, as you're getting closer to the edge of it uh, and farther away from the uh, where the Schwarzweim Mountains uh, erode into the spit, um, there is really three options um continue in the middle in these sort of swampy hummocks that uh you found the tracks at and then there's the south coast and the north coast uh which is sandy and rocky beaches so both mm. sorry both the south coast and the north coast are sandy rocky yes. beaches it's okay. a it's a peninsula um right and so oh, yes right. there's, there's the middle which is 
covered in foliage and you just pass through a section that has all these rocks. Um, all right. But in general, it's just like a, a pretty shallow rise of land coming out of the water here. Perfect. I'll take that over sheer 60-foot cliff face drops any day. Yeah. So, judging from my knowledge of the area and this map, to the east is kind of more swamps, and to the west is slightly less swamps and more like the harbor. You. This is a crescent-shaped peninsula that begins at Shaw's Glacier and then goes all the way down and winds. Uh, at the end of it, it's pointing... Uh, protruding westerly. Um, so on the top or bottom, this area over here is like, this is like, you know, water. You would be, you'd be standing on the beach looking back at Schloss Klesher if you went over there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, Bart would suggest the, the west north, coast. The north the coast. Then because it probably yes. is less swampy. Northern. Okay. Yeah. Northwestern coast. Yeah. Is everyone amenable to that suggestion? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're approaching from the beach and hoping that uh, whoever, whatever is at this place uh, won't pick up on your presence if you don't approach from the more uh, obvious path that at least some large lizard-type thing or bird-type thing has uh, already gone down. I have to roll something really quickly here. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. You continue unharassed. And a couple of, uh, I would say about an hour and a half passes. And it's now getting to be mid to late afternoon. And... You uh, you know that you don't have very many hours left until the sun the sun starts sinking behind the mountains and the glaciers. Um, but you do see looming taller and taller now with every step the lighthouse in the distance. Um, you know that it's not long until you've arrived there. So the lighthouse being finally in sight, you can see. Um, through the reeds and the, and the sandy dunes and, and sort of hummocks that divide uh, one body of water from the other, um, a rocky outcropping as well that the lighthouse sits atop. And uh, as you your party sort of comes across one more hummock and parts the reeds, you see several structures around the, the base of the lighthouse as well, a couple of shacks at its feet. Okay. Is that a normal? Do they look... Have you ever been to the lighthouse before? So, do they look like Slosh Glacier architecture? They look like wood... Uh, lean-tos. You know, not lean-tos so much as, like, fully built, lumpy, but sturdy, um, you know, repaired okay. with what they had on hand. Uh could be a house, could be a tool shed. It looks like there's several little buildings. Um, and you, you do know that there's a family that lives at the lighthouse that has not been heard from since this uh, shipping incident three days ago where the first ship on record to not arrive, uh, didn't arrive, uh, no word from the family. 
Um, and so amidst all this, there is still clearly no sign of a giant bird lizard or blizzard, as Bart so succinctly <laughs> put it. No correct? sign of that kind of a blizzard yet. No. Okay. Um, cars being concerned for the welfare of the people, that being, you know, they, they're considered citizens of Schloss Gletscher. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, they're definitely they're definitely citizens of Schlossgletscher that have been here. Um, y you would know from from being a born and bred Schlossgletscher boy. Uh, these are they're a good family. Um, they're they're the Koyars, and they they've lived there for generations, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, car uh, so cars thinking of thinking more emotionally than tactically. With that said, if he's within range, um, would like to take the initiative to ride ahead. As it's almost it's not ridiculously far, give or take. No. 40, 50 feet, and hail them. Hail the family and see if anyone is home, anyone is safe and present. So you sort of ride up ahead and, and shout something to uh, try to get the attention of you hope the family that is still there? Yes. Karts, uh, Karts gallops up and shouts out, Hail, hail! Is anyone still here? Is anyone safe? Being well? We seek word of news of the lighthouse and of the missing ships. And uh, you just hear seabirds and the waves crashing against this rock as the surf is a little bit rougher past the lighthouse. And uh, in the sort of unsettling silence that follows where you don't hear any call back, you see a, a iceberg drifting just beyond the lighthouse. Okay. Uh, with no response, cars would strongly implore the adventuring party to make haste and approach the housing. Almost like, let's, let's run up. He's not worried about the blizzard. It's kind of strange. Blizzards are terrifying. Yeah, I've got nothing but darkness. Okay. So you've, you've arrived now at the where this sandy, rocky beach uh, reaches the rocky promontory. And I will say, even though on the map it is obscured by the fog of war, up here, above the cliffs, you can see the white stone of the lighthouse rising. You, you've arrived. And what time of day is it at this point? It is about five o'clock. Okay. Um, pressed for both for time and, well, again, out of emotional concern, cars would probably more hastily and rashly move on ahead, not at any sort of gallop, but at a healthy trot towards the lighthouse. The ranger will follow the short distance behind you. Okay. And immediately, you see three figures standing there, hands on their belts, looking at you not moving oh uh, initial impressions of these of these folk um one of them has a three-cornered hat one of them is wearing his shirt wide open exposing a matted gray chest hair and uh, one of them is slighter of stature probably uh, a dwarf or uh, another small folk in the back at the near the door to the lighthouse and they're all just standing there looking at you dead in the eyes 
Well, if there's one thing I've learned, it's tricorns are never good news. <laughs> never trust a dude in a tricorn. Or with excessive chest hair. <laughs> or short people. <laughs> All three bad guys. Oh, man. I'm short people, um, so I can say that. Yeah. All right. Cards uh, <laughs> whips out his badge and not approaching any closer but uh staying a safe distance away does uh hail this party hail who are you where's the family that resides here for the last several generations and why is the lighthouse not functioning what is your purpose here the figure with the tricorn hat takes one short small step forward and looks at you, hand on her belt, and says, you best believe in now. People who ask too many questions find themselves in early grave. To which uh, Karts replies, do you know who I represent? I am Katzelek Grotze of the Schloss Gletscher Militia. We are here on official investigation to find the purpose of this, this terrible darkening of the lighthouse. We seek with family, if if you cannot provide adequate answers to our investigation, then we'll have to bring you in to the village for further questioning. Um, she looks to the side for a moment, and then pulls something from her belt, levels it at you, and you hear click, 